Elevate Visual is a proud sponsor of the Nerd Podcast. Let Elevate Visual help you with your next videography project, including licensed drone services, real estate video tours, business promotional videos and advertisements, and much more. Give Brandon a call today at 320-491-4418. Today, Kroos, you're wearing a wild hat and a twin shirt. <coughs> Tripolar. Tripolar? You got Vikings pants on, too? No. Nope. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals. Oh, Jesus. That's that's <coughs> a, almost an incarcerable offense. They're free. <laughs> yeah, they're free, all right. Everything in Arizona Cardinal related is free. <laughs> no, not when you know the equipment manager, then it is all free. You know what they right. say, best nation in ah! nation? Ah! Right on. You know the equipment manager of the Arizona Cardinals? My sister does. So do I. Former equipment manager. Former. He's not there anymore. Northern Iowa. Or Northern Illinois. He's the head honcho over there. Scotty Nichols' son. Is that where he went? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. Yep, because our good old buddy Jay and Scotty Nichols are, like, best buds. Right. Yep. No, he got a good gig there. He went from being the football prep guy to overseeing the whole football operation over there. Nice. So. I was wondering where he went because yep. my sister said he wasn't there anymore. And yeah. <clears throat> I stopped getting stuff every year, but Jay got told enough. Me, uh, Jay told me Scotty's actually heading on to Kelb this weekend to hang out with him. Got a gotcha. home game. And... So, yeah. Well, were we starting uh, episode 27 of season number two, Dan? 27. Who you got for 27? I got I got the highlight reel 27. Chris Riley. Chris Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the most infamous moment in Viking Speedway history. It's, it's got to right be there. top five. Oh, 100%. It has to be top five. 100%. I got to get that video. Because <laughs> I haven't. But now I got to get it to Brandon because he's got to convert it over to whatever they're using these days. It's got to go VHS to MP3, MP4. Sorry, can you get a VHS to MP4, Brandon? Brandon could do anything. <laughs> and if you're gonna put that on video, let's go through all the videos and get all the Chris Riley highlights because oh, it'll be enough boy. to keep people laughing and drinking beer for at least three hours. And that was back, that's back when the grandstand was, you didn't kind of like somebody. <laughs> you either loved him or you hated him. It was, and that's what every was with every racer. It was either people screaming at the top of their lungs, cheering, or people booing at the top of their lungs and throwing beer and cans. it was every Actually, class. they weren't throwing beer cans because we couldn't sell beer there then. <laughs> it was It was started with late models, the mods, the sportsmen's. Every and obviously back then it was mint because you had three classes. Can you do you remember? <clears throat> do you remember how bad the Leroy Shulky faithful hated Jeff Hinkemeyer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't hate him because they hated him. They hated him because Leroy couldn't beat him. Right. And so, then Leroy <clears throat> show up about two nights a year with like a four eighty four strapped under the hood of that <laughs> thing, and it would go about. 200 miles an hour down the straightaway, and if if he could make it turn at all, it was game over. Yeah, so it was, it was back in the day in the old sportsman's division. Rob Lynch brought out the yellow banana. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he was there for one reason. One he, only. And 
He punted Chris Riley out the back stretch, off the out in the Tuleys. Um, and the best part about that was my dad was either right in front of him or behind him. So we got it all on video. We got the whole thing. On video. <laughs> we got the whole thing on video. Riley's out in the woods. They're circling around, and here comes Riley, and he stuffed his front bumper right in uh, old Rob Lynch's front window. <laughs> and then they got out of their cars right on the front stretch. Yep. Yep. They're running down the front straight. I wonder who the world of Flagman was back then. He was on the front stretch, too. It wasn't Frankie. No. The Roadrunner was in the <clears throat> middle of it because he had, had to help to break been. it up. Boy, I'd have to get. Well, we got to get the video. That's all gotta we have get to the do. Video. We have to post it on the post it on the podcast who Facebook was, page. Who was the flag man then? Was it Danvers? It might have been the beginning of Mike Danvers. I get the year figured out here first. It must have been ninety. I'm thinking eighty nine or ninety. Because we were ki- think, we were kids. I think. I'm almost positive my dad was still in that Malibu. He hadn't got a Chevelle back yet. That might have been 90. So it was either 89 or 90. It was either 89 or 90. <clears throat> yeah, because we were just kids. Because I don't think it, <laughs> we were in the grandstand. Yeah, I was in the we grandstand. We couldn't go in the pits. That was when you had to be 16 to go in the pits. Oh, that place was wild that night. <laughs> that place was wild every Wild. Yeah. Oh, and then, you know what the best part about that was? Lynch was done. Riley got back in his car and started in the back, <laughs> and he was coming through. Yeah, <laughs> he was coming through, and he blew it off of one and two, mm-hmm. and that place went absolutely bonkers when he blew it off the track. Oh, ah, the good old days. You got any other twenty sevens? Zimmerman, yeah, Dave Zimmerman. You can't forget about <clears throat> Zim. He's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. Uh, there's a lot of twenty sevens. Radetzky. Yep. Does he count? Yep. Two generations of Radetzky. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who I mean, else? you can consider Jesse as a. He's twenty with a little seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just went different because his brother. Who else? Twenty-seven. Wasn't there a twenty-seven mod? As well for a while. I'm trying to remember. Isn't the old uh, the old hot shoe Jerry Lamb twenty-seven? The uh, street stock guy from out in Lisbon. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to think another modified driver. <clears throat> yeah. Wasn't uh wasn't Willie Lund was twenty seven in his B mod, wasn't he? Was, he was, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hmm. I'm trying to remember though. This, this is like back in the this is like back in the um Rob Abair era. Oh boy. Way back in the mod era, when, when the mods first came to Viking. I mean, I'm rolling like when it was Ryan Music, Rob Abair, Hillig, Tom Fairbend. Yeah, those back, guys back in those guys, <laughs> like right when the class started in Alec. Twenty seven, <clears throat> but I can't remember. It wasn't any of the bright bills? They're forty eights, right, or eighty fours. Maybe old I'm uh, maybe I'm mistaken. Old school twenty seven. Could have been an old school twenty seven from the back in the Cedar Lake days too. I can't remember. Well, here nor there. So anyway, episode twenty seven. Rusty Wallace was twenty seven <laughs> okay. back in the day when Rusty That's Wallace good was good. Up. That's a good pickup right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When Rusty was good and didn't want the Kodiak car. Yep. 
And then yeah. he was 27 a little bit in the MGD car, and then he ended up going to two, two right? Two, yeah. yeah. 27. Rusty Actually, I don't Wallace. think the MGD car ever was 27. I think the MGD car I was thought it two was. Right I thought he had a black and gold 27. The Miller High Life car, I thought, was the last was the last 27. And then it was, as soon as he went to the two, it was Mellon Jr. draft. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, you had Miller and Kodiak. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Now banned from NASCAR, aren't they? Um, beer's not, but tobacco is. That was a state. That was a state government thing, mm. or, or not a state, a federal government thing. Worked so well, didn't it? Oh, yeah, we're gonna outlaw. We're gonna outlaw tobacco companies from advertising on national televised events because if people are gonna quit smoking, yeah, how'd that work for you? <laughs> no, smoking ain't good enough. No, we gotta legalize vaping. Do yeah. we gotta have vaping? We gotta market it to twelve-year-old kids instead of fourteen-year-old kids. You probably made it worse with all the NASCAR fans. They're probably like, they all probably started smoking just to rebel. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say. I don't know. It's whatever. Here or there. Well, where are we hitting? Um, what's our first topic today, Dan? We got a couple. There's of the, the first topic <laughs> of this day can only be one thing. What? Because <clears throat> there was only one thing going on yesterday afternoon that meant jack shit in this entire country, and that was the Twins playing <laughs> playing at uh, Target Field against the Astros. And it had all the makings to be the best day ever for like a long time. And Alex Kirilov shit the bed in the first inning and wrecked the game. There you go. I'm going to go with Johan Santana wrecked the game. No, he didn't. If Johan wrecked the game, he was asked to come to the game. So whoever asked him <laughs> to come to the game wrecked the game. You can't bounce a change up into home plate when you're Johan Santana. Yeah, but you see Joe Maurer scoop that thing up. Yeah, that yeah, is true. So. <laughs> <clears throat> Pretty cool, though, to have uh, get those guys back at Johan and get Maurer there. Yeah, I mean, El Tuve with an excuse me single. Yeah, very much so. Get an they, out. Had, they had three excuse me hits in the first three innings. Yeah. Get a hit, and then uh, you get the big boy up, and he hits one two-hopper right down the line. And as soon as he hit it, double what's play. A, what's the first words that came out of your mouth? Double play. First words that came out of my mouth, too. Sitting home, double play. And then, and he's running a second. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah. It's freaking Kirilov. And the next guy, three-run jack. Instead, yeah. of, instead of being a goalie like he should have been, tried this freaking Ole backhand bullshit. And... Okay, he was there. For you people that have never played baseball and don't know anything <laughs> about this, I'm going to give you a little quick crash course on how this works. And I can say this from experience because I played first base, and this is goes for third baseman too. When there's a ball that's not hit on a rocket line, first and foremost, you have to be a goalie. You have you can't let the ball get by you. You you can't. And the reason is, is that ball is going at a snail's pace when it gets by you, so it's a no-man's land, and the right fielder's got to run halfway across a cornfield to get to it, and meanwhile, the merry-go-round is going on on the base pass for the other team. And I thought he did a, I mean, he was covering first, I get, but he did a bad job of getting himself ready for that. Did a piss-poor job of that, that whole play, and he's a defensive dumpster fire over there. His metrics are bad. Why Rocco's putting him out there, I don't know. I don't get it. But so what happened was they score they score four and the twins entire the entire process of every hitter in that lineup got thrown out the window yeah. and turned upside down before they ever saw a pitch. Yeah. 
You you cannot you cannot come to the plate down four runs in the postseason and think you have a chance. No, no. And then everybody's pressing, and now you got freaking Lewis swinging at pitches at her at his neck and chasing sliders because he's trying to hit a five run home run to get the team back in the game when there's nobody on base right. and and all <clears> the <throat> you want you want the youth to show up in a negative way. Put them in a hole before right. they get to go yep. to the plate. Yep, one hundred percent. So now we got an uphill battle. Now we got a pitcher pitching today that ain't pitched in ten days. It's got nasty stuff. But who's going for the Astros? Ah, <clears throat> they're number four guy. They're, it's it's going to probably be a bullpen game by committee. Is what kind of it's looking like for them. But so we got a Joe Ryan's got to show up and keep the ball in the park. Number one, we got to win. And then we got to go to Houston and try to win freaking game five. I, and that's not going to be easy to do. We're going to have our horse going for us. But Pablo against Verlander. See yeah, what happens. So I I don't know. It, it's going to come down to if we can win this game today, it's, it's going to come down to a stupid defensive miscue that's going to win game five with those two pitchers pitching. It's what's going to be. And the Astros ain't made one yet this series. And the Twins have made plenty. Right. The whole postseason, they made plenty. Yep. So I'm not. Uh, I said we were going to be up two one, and when we had this podcast last week, we we should have won both game one and two. Rocco went into a freaking absolute managerial coma dumpster <laughs> fire in game one. We lost the game. Um, we should be up two one right now. Did you really think he was going to coach Dusty Baker? You don't. Dusty Baker hasn't done anything the entire series. He lets his players play, he and he's out coaching stands him. Stands there. Yeah. Stands there, skulls at the umpire once in a while when his pitcher gets squeezed, and that's it. And Rocco's in there with his freaking four keyboards and his pocket protector, <laughs> dialing up to the freaking office. Hey, what should I do here, guys? I'm sorry. If you don't know what the hell to do, you shouldn't be on the bench. <laughs> so they got to play today. <clears throat> got to play today or she's all over. They do. Got moved to a night game now That because uh, what's-her-faces got swept. Yeah, Texas ran over Baltimore. That didn't surprise me a lot. Baltimore's had a whole yeah. bunch of kids. They got nobody with any experience that's ever been Just there. Just got ran over. What yeah. did it end up last night, final score of that game? 7-1. Jeez, they blew them. They've blown out every yeah. game. Yeah, it, it wasn't close. They, have, they haven't had a sniff of anything. And it, it don't surprise me. A very, very good team. Very talented team. Yeah. They're going to be good for a long time. But uh, you turn a bunch of kids loose in that kind of a spotlight and – and then and, give them a week off, too. Yeah, yeah jit- jitters are a real thing. A lot of people that have never played nothing don't understand that. But when you – and it's at every level. You get done with your regular season and you're in the playoffs, there's there's a different there's a different level of pressure and there's a, there's a different anxiety that comes with every game. Were there any NL games last night? Uh, they must have been off. That'll be – because their schedule was different. They weren't they going staggered. back to back. They had a day off in They staggered them. it for TV purposes, yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just utter disappointment yesterday. That's all you can say about it. It was kind of like going to the Wasota 100. <laughs> Just utter disappointment. Except for the broadcast. Yeah, that's, they didn't go to the 100. They stayed at home and watched it. They weren't disappointed. <laughs> Oh, shnikes. Yeah, <clears throat> what other sports what are we going say. after? Wild play tonight, right? Home no, tomorrow night. Opener. They play tomorrow night. Opener, right? Tomorrow. It's Wednesday. I keep thinking it's Thursday. So, they play tomorrow. 
So tell me, Kraus, Mr. All-Knowing Wise Hockey one, are they going to be any good this year? I have no idea. <clears throat> what did they gain and what did they lose? Boy. Uh, uh, so they lost who? Dumba? No loss. They lost. Who'd they lose up front? They lost Reeves. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a hole to fill. Yeah, they need they they don't have that enforcer now unless they sign one. I don't know about. No, but you got <clears throat> Duhame can play that role. Just not. He's not a heavyweight. Reeves is a heavyweight. You need a heavyweight. It's um, NHL or Flino's Flino can, but he's he's more valuable when he's playing. Oh, you know, that's the thing with Flino. He can he can throw down and he's physical and stuff like that. So I haven't even looked. I haven't even looked at a depth chart. I don't know. Sounds like they have. Um, I think they're gonna be pretty young back on the back end. I think they're gonna be. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure Brock Faber's in their top six. Well, Brock Faber's <clears throat> a stud. He um, should be. He's gonna be. So he's gonna have a. Uh, he's gonna be doing pretty well. See schedule latest roster. They well, lost, they, they can just they else. can plug Faber in, into Dumba's role and have an upgrade. Know who these guys are? Well, they did pick up Patrick. They got Patrick Maroon. Oh, that'll help. <clears throat> so and he can play too. Um, and he's sounds like Sammy Walker had a good camp. Sounds like Rossi had a good camp. Uh, they need those young guys to get going. I don't know. They picked up Vinny Letary. I don't know if he's going to do anything. Um. So no, how do it'll be interesting? What are we running? Uh, what do they got between the pipes? Still got um R two. They still got Flurry. They still got Flurry and Gustafson. <clears throat> this is Flurry's last year, correct? I well, yeah, he's, yeah, he's about ready for the wheelchair. I mean, he's, he's an, old as dirt. He's an eighty four. <laughs> That's old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that puts them at thirty. What thirty nine? So they, I think they're going to be. I uh, <clears throat> think they're going to be just fine. They got Brodeen, Brock Faber, Goligoski, Merrill, Mittatent. That O'Rourke's been playing decent. Spurgeon. So Spurgeon's hurt. They got ready. See that he's out for three, well, three weeks. Um, so that hurt a little bit. But no, they'll be. Um, so they're five deep on D. They're gonna right have now. to work. They're gonna have to work hard. Um, you got to have your studs carry you. It's just the way it's you know. But they're gonna have some depth up front too. They're gonna be able to run four lines out there and be able to play. And it's just a matter if the backhand holds up. And um, you know, flip side, they're gonna be able to keep Flurry fresher because if you know if Gustafson plays like the way he did last year, they should be fine back there. So well, and then the young this young stud they got in Iowa too. Um. That they're grooming to come up and be the guy. Yeah, um, he's a good goalie. Yeah, he's really good. Um, <clears throat> interesting. I hope Flurry plays well and he's trade bait to somebody to get another prospect. It's crazy. The um, did you watch Blackhawks Pittsburgh last night? I did not. And the Blackhawks were. I was so goddamn mad after the Twins game yesterday. I didn't watch <laughs> anything last night. Obviously, the Blackhawks were the worst team in the league last year. Well, yeah, Bedford. It's crazy what they do when you get one player with Bedard, and then they added, then they added some pieces. They beat, they were down two one last night and beat Pittsburgh three two. It's crazy what one player did to that organization. So I'm <clears> hearing, <throat> and, and I've never seen the guy play. I hear these guys that have been around hockey since Hitler was a kid, forever. 
that say that Bedard is the next Gretzky. He's he's the is real he deal, that man. is he that good? He's the real deal. He's not. He's not better than McDavid. Well, then he ain't the next Gretzky. He's not better. McDavid's than not as good as Gretzky because he's good. McDavid's just bigger, stronger, faster. McDavid's a. Uh, I, you ever watch that guy play? Yeah, he's good. It's not even fair. Really good. <clears throat> Bedard's good, but right. Bedard's uh He's he's not that big. He's he's got to mature. He's got to get stronger. Right. Um. He's got to be a little perimeter right now, but he sees the ice. Unbelievable hands. Um, he's the real deal. He's right. really, really good. I mean, the stuff he does on the ice is, but you know, McDavid's still, <clears throat> McDavid's still the best player. There's a reason why I call him McJesus. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Who knows? They'll, uh, know. <clears throat> I'll get interested about that about February. Right. Cause it's just, it just seems like it's placeholder, 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 and then all of a sudden they decide. Well, to go and it's play. it's super tough for NHL right now. You got the baseball playoffs going on, right? You're full swing in the NFL, so mm-hmm. the, the, all eyes are on the NFL. Um, like I said, baseball playoffs, and then you know how the networks all work when the NBA starts well, for whatever darn yeah. reason. That's all they talk about. Right. So it's just tough with the NHL. To, once everything stops. I think eventually, I think they're the only pro sports. Well, the NBA will be going, won't they? Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah but nobody cares about that. So, did you uh, attend any races last weekend? No. Go to any races? I'm done, watch dude. any races? Did you? What did you watch? Um, let me think about it. <clears throat> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You didn't watch nothing. No, I went to Walker. Went to a little grouse hunting. Went to a little fishing. You. Uh, went to Oktoberfest and ate the biggest pork hock I've ever seen in my life. So you didn't watch any of Nothing. the fall classic? No, zero. Nothing. Not a lap. Really? Hey, remember, I told everybody to support racetracks, not Enterprise. I'm not watching Enterprise. <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Whiplash or... Uh, Whiplash, Mafia, Shakedown, <laughs> Minion... Did you see the new Billiam report? I did. <clears throat> Billiam was up this week. Billiam's <clears throat> disappointed because he's taking tricks from the from the association and using them in his own game. Right. Um, him being shakedown Chris, according to Billiam. That's Bi- good old Billiam. So what have you heard uh since we broke this this uh scandalous behavior last week on this podcast? What have you heard from uh, Big Brother or anything about the actual details of what nothing. we've done? Nothing. That was basically the details. <clears throat> so we broke the news. They figured out they better just keep their mouth shut before Aho decides to exploit it further. Mm-hmm. So they know they're beat. Hey, it's... And that's this week. Is that, is that the only... Is, that, is there only one race left on Alwasota? That's the Punky and the... Or the Mater and the... That's it. That's it? Mm-hmm. There's nothing out west? Don't believe so. No, I think they're done. Hmm. This is it. All the battles are settled. Um, basically, if they were smart, they'd just save their money. Shit can't save the sanctioning fee and just run the race. Because national points don't matter at this point. No, there's nothing. Done. I don't even know if... I haven't even looked that close if you can... If it affects anybody... Second through. 
Yeah, but after second place, you race it for a watermelon yeah, anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. It, right. It's so, here it'll be uh, <clears throat> hopefully um, hopefully they get decent weather. It's always a great race. It's going to be fun to see everybody going there. I know. Uh, I'm, I would assume majority everybody of everybody's going to. Oh, be there. they're going to have for if if guys if guys actually give a shit enough to go and aren't fed up and just done, they're going to probably have the biggest car count they ever had. At least late model guys, if they got all their stuff fixed. Uh, they, yeah, they. Uh, I seen a little couple highlight clips. They, they tore, wrecked some shit in Ogilvy. They, huh? they tore some equipment up in Ogilvy. Um, Giassi, he got. I mean, he went up on Facebook and I screwed up. I'm sorry, and he did. He he went into. Um, did you watch? You saw the wreck. Yeah, he? I saw the clip. He went into got a little hot and hit a little bump and then got in the slick and spun out in front of the field and um, Don Shaw and rolled and Giassi rolled and Zimple piled in and Provenzino piled in and there was about um, four or five cars that piled in they wrecked some stuff and then a couple few laps later I don't know what Canta was doing I never watched that sounds like he just flipped up on a side or something didn't he that's what I heard I didn't see it but um so you I mean you don't ever see three rollovers in a late model class in one night do you uh no uh crate models you do but not no not not regular late models no that that's something that just doesn't happen so that was the that was the gist of the uh i don't know fall classic over in ogilvy who won the street uh, stock deal because that's what everybody was going there to watch it's 2700 bucks to win who won it i don't even know um wisconsin guy Oh, was it uh was it Coomer or was it Keeler? You know, it was Coomer, yeah. It was 12. Coomer, wasn't yep, it? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Cuz all the three guys in the points hunt went out went out to Montana. Yeah, the um they all went out to Billings. Yep. Um Vogel, Justin Vogel, Tucker Peterson and Braden Brower. I think Braden Brower only stayed one night though. Uh, I think after I think he Vogel bailed after up, he Vogel. Got the hell out of there. Um so all three of the point guys, basically what it came down to, Tucker Peterson had to win. Had to win Billings, Billings, Red Cedar. Yep. Vogel just needed one win to clinch, and Vogel needed needed those guys not to win one race. Not to and win. Done. And Brower was eleven back, so he needed to win three too because yep. they're thrown out. Yeah. They're only picking up five points right now. So um, Vogel won on he won both nights, um, and no Petrov won Saturday. Yep. Vogel got second, mm-hmm. um, and, and then, that sealed the deal. And that sealed the deal. So it's cool. Um, Looked like they had an okay crowd out there in Billings. We watched the um, somebody had a Facebook feed. We made sure we found somebody out in Billings, Montana, of right. all places that did a Facebook live, right? Because um, they supposedly something they didn't. They were trying to get Dirt Race Central, someone to get out there, but they couldn't get it done. They it's couldn't too get far to, to go. Work, so. There's not enough. There's not enough meat. Brandon was out. Didn't want to go to Billings, Montana. I wouldn't have went to Billings either. I'm with Brandon on that. <clears throat> Only way I'm going to Billings is if I'm going elk hunting out there somewhere. Right. So Vogel got the street stocks locked up. TPO's got the late model locked up. Sabraski mod and super. Zach Benson in the um, Midwest mods. You hear about the mod four drama? No. <clears throat> so Holquist and Baden. Baden one, right? Correct. But they were starting on the front row. Yep. And um, Bodden was leading. Holquist jumped the cushion, got sent the back. Yellow came out. They were battling. Anyway, Bodden ended up winning. Go across scales, coming to tech. Holquist gets tore down. 
<laughs> you didn't hear about this? No. <laughs> so someone protested Holquist. And you can both imagine who it was. <clears throat> so when it, it didn't matter, but besides the point, Baden was going to tear down So Baden made him a bucket of bolts just in case. Yep. Just in case he didn't win, he was going to make him a bucket of bolts. Mm-hmm. Huh. And he was legal. That, he, that, that ain't how you put a feather in your cap. So he was legal. So it would have been really interesting to roll reverse. Then you would have had some drama. <clears throat> you know, you win the national points, come in, then you, you know, if, if he would have, Holquist would have won that race. Okay. They would have interviewed him, done all that. He would scaled and all of a sudden you find out he got protested. <clears throat> um, so Tommy Bodden ended up winning that. So then, this uh, is, you know what I'd do? You know what I'd do with that deal? The first race next year when everybody's got fresh brand new shit. Holtquist show up and protest Bod in the first night and make him tear his brand new motor apart. <clears throat> well, if the if the uh, if the track was smart, they would have done. Uh, that's fine. You can tear him down. You're just coming. We're going to tear you down. You're coming down too. Yep. Yep. Tit for tat. You want to do a national point deal? Because mm-hmm. you know usually how it goes. The only reason why you're going to tear somebody down is why? Because you're the one that's cheating, <clears throat> right? <clears throat> you're getting beat, and you're the one that's cheating. So. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. It was a decent race. They had a little, uh, boy, they almost all didn't make it through. Bod was leading and a lapper hit a rut and spun out right in front of him. He destroyed his like right side of his car. His, I can't remember. And Hulk, everybody piled in and they ended up, uh, ended up finishing the race. So that was about the only real excitement. The racing was uh, 11 classes on Saturday. Dumbest thing ever. 11 and then, and then the poor, so they run streets, B mods, lates, mods, supers. Okay, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Piers, mod fours, hornets, and then the, well, they had the crate models in there somewhere too. Dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb. And half the crowd. That wasn't even half that was there. Of course, when did they leave? After the streets, super stock race is done. No, not even that. Late models. Because you, you know how fans are. Nah, not not over there. They they're took all, off. They're they're gonna stick. They're gonna stick around and watch the mods and supers, and then they're bolting. They're gonna some the local the local not people many. that go to that place all the time are gonna watch the court the locals, but the late model leave. people that showed up to watch the late models because he had a good field late models. Boom, they're they're Gonzo. Huh. You know, see, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. It just goes goes to show you what he cares about, your buddy. Yeah, my buddy. I got a lot of buddies <laughs> these days. <laughs> you should put a sign out in front of your place out here. Dan's buddy list. <laughs> oh, so that was the fall I mean, classic. Guys showed up and just the show, get showed the door just as fast as they walked right. in. It wasn't. Too long, too strung out, too many heat races, too many laps. L- features were way too long, way too many laps. I, I don't. I just, you know, you you watch you watch the atmosphere and what goes on at the Red Clay Classic with four classes, mm-hmm. and then you you come to watch. I mean, obviously you're gonna you got eleven classes. Yeah, you're gonna get the Red Clay. Hell with the Red Clay. The, the Red Clay is great, but the Silver One Thousand. There's two. Yeah, yeah. So that's what everybody wants. <clears throat> 
Nobody wants this. Started at five uh, and ended after one on Saturday. I'll say this. Um, they're doing a really good job. And Cedar Lake's guilty of this too with their nine class mm-hmm. deal with the legendary. Uh, they're doing a really good job trying to make the uh, novice race fan hate auto racing. Mm-hmm. Jamestown, same thing. Same thing. Nine, ten classes. Junk. No, I, I don't even, I don't even look at that. If if there's more than five class, even on a, on a weekly show, and I get weekly shows are different. If there's more than five, not watching it. No, not tuned out. Ideally, no, I mean, it, <laughs> if, if there was a true starter class, you'd only have four, but there's not, so you end up having to go to five because right. Yeah, I don't know. You just you can't as a fan. You just can't do it. You, no. There's, like you said, you're deterring people away from, they come there and it's like, well, another class? Right. Another class? Well, what, another late model class? Another uh, mod class? Well, what's going on here? You know? It's brutal. <clears throat> so that was that. Jameson, I don't even know. I didn't even keep up with. Uh, no idea. Who won? Michelson got third. Did Gresseth win the late models? No I idea. I think so. I don't even, I didn't even, I don't even know. Uh, I quit paying any attention to that race as soon Sounds as they, like they started had, shoving IMCA shit Okay, so there's it. another situation out in Jamestown. Were you, did Aho say anything about that in the text thread? No, I don't um, think. If I did, I meant if you So one of the legend drivers, mm-hmm. he does double duty. Right. Okay, so he won the legend feature. Mm-hmm. Two grand. Mm-hmm. The That's I, a lot of money the for I, legends. The INX, INEX, yep. whatever they say yep. it is. Legends, okay? Yep. Wins the legend feature. His he, he runs double duty. He's in the next class. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he pulled. Started the race without him? So, no, Jamestown. Trying to think. I only raced there once. Um, you're going off. Uh, you're coming on the back stretch, right? And you're going off. Turn one. Off a of one. Mm-hmm. But I suppose, but uh, they always pull. They got that platform there. Yeah. So they pull the cars over the side and they walk you up there. And I didn't see any of this. So he won. Got in his car. Scaled. Parked it, got out of his car, went and got his other car. Rule is you have to take that car and go drive it into tech. So his pit guy drove his legend car to tech. Right. Parked it in the tech, so no different in Vikings. So he parked in the tech shed. Mm -hmm. It sat there. Okay. It's in the tech. Right. He went out and ran. I don't know what class he ran. They had, who knows? They had slingshots and who knows what he's running out there. Every hay racks and. I don't know. I have no idea what he did in the next class. Comes back in, goes into tech with his legends car. Tech guy walks over him, says, you're DQ'd. He's like, what do you mean I'm DQ'd? You didn't drive your car into tech. You weren't here with your car. You're DQ'd. Bullshit. Dead serious. 100% dead serious. So they de- There's more to the story. I haven't heard the rest of the story. I didn't get, um, I didn't get the... Uh, I didn't get the rest of the deal, but that's just what I had heard. So I don't know if there was more ticky tack bullshit. Well, I mean, now you're getting down to who, and you have your own. Like I said, I don't know if they have their own crew that texts them things because it's not they're not with Soda, and I don't know if Jamestown has their own crew or if or what went on there. But doesn't matter. I'm dead. So he got DQ. Doesn't matter because he didn't have his car because he didn't bring his car to tech. Is the car is the car in tech? Yes, one hundred percent. Cars in tech. Was he in the car when the car scaled? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Doesn't matter who drove the car to tech then. 
Doesn't mean doesn't so, mean nothing. And he followed the protocol. They said if you're in two classes, here's what needs to be done. Right. And followed it. Sounds so, to yeah. me. It sounds to me like somebody needs to sue the racetrack. Yeah. So that's uh, that, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's BS. Um, and then I don't know. Have you seen all the USRA stuff? Uh yeah, I did. Or no, not the USRA stuff. I seen the one Mississippi Thunder's doing. No, I'm talking about the USRA Nationals. Did you see all the cars that got DQ'd down there? Uh no. I didn't. I watched a little bit of it on Wednesday night, and that was about so it. So one of them happened to be Chris Jackson. Yeah. He's leading them uh, points. DQ'd for what? Illegal heads. Oh, yeah, you're Done. out. Yep. So there was a list. They sent out a list of what was going down and on at the uh, – so they had the USRA Nationals. With the down at they do it at Wheatland. Uh, at Wheatland and Lucas Oil, yep. and uh, I mean, they obviously must get a bunch of sponsor money there um, because they get nothing. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen cars DQ'd down there. Adjustable pull bar mount, ride height too high, hobby stocks illegal weight placement, tuner right rear suspension. Stock car, 17-volt ignition. Hmm, wonder what he's doing. <laughs> B-Mod, front end too wide. Um, someone else, altered spec heads. B-Mod, wheelbase, modified nose too long. Sounds like their tech inspector knows how to run a tape measure. Mod, rev limiter, modified ride height, stock car rev limiter, stock car rev limiter. Hmm, wonder what they're doing there. Hobby stock, loose trailing arms. Hmm. 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 Hobby stock, wheel spacer. Obviously can't run wheel spacers in a hobby stock. Stock car, illegal fuel. Another stock car, illegal fuel. Plus the tech guys did an awesome job all weekend, so thank you. Some of the decoys will warrant a letter from USRA with fine suspension and loss of points, and those drivers will be getting notice for their infractions. And like I said, one happened to be Chris Jackson. He was leading the USRA B mod points. It happens to be Joe Chisholm leading now. So <clears throat> illegal fuel. <laughs> so do they actually t- check the fuel in the fuel cell, or did they catch him with a sneaky Pete? <laughs> so, and, and there was obviously Staley posted this, and obviously there was a bunch of comments. Um, and it sounds like they got the same issue USRA. Some tracks are getting teched really good. Yep. Some tracks they don't know what the heck a tech official is. So, and of course, you're going to show up to the big show. You're going to show up to the USRA Nationals, and then you're going to get teched for once, and then they're going to start. But so, majority, a lot of this stuff's. I mean, some pretty heavy stuff. So there here's getting. the deal. Here's the long <clears throat> and the short of this, and this is easy to figure out for everybody because this is the way racing used to be. If you want to run your shit a little on the ragged side, <laughs> um, just race locally. But as soon as you're going to go to a national event, yeah. you know what's um, coming. You you better tighten up your shit because they're, that's what they're going to do. It, okay, it says USRA Nationals. You think the USRA head tech inspector might be there? Just possibly? I mean, maybe. I don't know what their fines are, but with soda, that's what? Yeah, but with so it is a cash extortion ring. USRA is probably a little more on the realistic I mean, rev side. Rev limiter, rev limiter, that's two grand a piece. 
Two grand a piece for the Revlon winner? And Wasoda, if you're uh, messing with we, your boxes. Todd Todd Staley's not Wasoda. I guarantee it's at least 500 a 1000 bucks. It's probably 500 It's probably 500 Illegal fuel, you're still going to get suspended. I mean... I mean, you took five hundred yeah, bucks for all these. Are, are they going to ten grand right there? Are they going to suspend them, or are they just going to give them like? Okay. I don't know what their rules are, but if that's five hundred bucks a piece, that's 10 I think grand. Todd Staley. I think Todd Staley is smarter than the Minnesota guys, and probably realizes that if he suspends drivers, they're not going to be coming back to the track for oh, a while. Oh, so you mean you won't have a year suspension for a tire open? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is, nothing with tires here because they didn't. They're smart enough not to check them. He ain't dumb. He ain't stupid. Illegal fuel. <laughs> he isn't. Hey, we all know tired dope saves money. <laughs> tired dope saves money. Then why would you check it? Since we're talking about saving money, let's talk about what's going on in Mississippi Thunder. The economy mods. <clears throat> C mods? We're calling them C mods. You're not okay. calling them E. Well, I 100% get the concept. So Bob, Tim, and Tyrone down in uh, Mississippi Thunder, yep. okay, they realize, and they're 100% right, right. the A-mod class and the and the B-mod class are out of control financially. They're 100% right. And so are the stock cars. So, and they're com- yeah, they are. And they're coming in with, um, they're going to start an eco-mod class. There are other sanctions out there that are other tracks. You go, like, down south, yep. they have eco-mods. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're coming out with an eco mod class, which basically is a C mod. Yep. Uh, they're trying to get some old cars. They got to be five years or older. Trying to get them into the game. Um, trying to keep them cheap. Working on basically putting junkyard motors in them. Um, basically, you can still run a USRIB mod motor, but they're going to put a restrictor plate on them. Um, you know, suspension rules are suspension rules. They're going to have a spec shock that they're working on. Steel tube uh, welded <clears throat> spec shock. Yep. Um, and, it, and it's still 120 bucks. Yeah, which uh, is a little more than I'd like to well, see, but at least you know people aren't going to be freaking tweaking the pro- them. The problem with that is you can't find a shock cheaper than that these days. I, don't I know. Care. I don't care what you're, you know what I mean? $60 shocks are a thing of the past. Unless you went down to Fleet Farm and grabbed some ranchos off the shelf. They're, those probably aren't even 60 no. bucks these days. So that's the problem with, with that. It's You can't buy anything for cheaper. Well, and it's, not only, it's not only the price tag to buy it, but it's the durability factor of it. you, you got to be able to buy something cheap that is going to last because if you buy a $60 shotgun and they're junk every two weeks, that's not cheap yeah, either. Yeah, and he found something. Um, they're 120 Yeah, it's AFCO. Um, the problem... You know, I get, so you got, what, four, you're going to have four set of 500 bucks and a set of shocks. Yep. I mean, it's it's reasonable. Um, but the problem is, you know, you're still going to get the majority of guys that are going to buy a bunch of them because they still make different valve. You can't do anything There's to three them. or four different valvings that they make for yeah, those cars. They, they just got to get rid of that and say, hey, here's the shock you need on. Uh, here's the four. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough deal. Um, but they're working on an LS option for a... Um, and I don't like the converter deal. I think, I mean, I get the the fuel injection deal and, and run that, and they want to put a carburetor and an intake, yep. and all of a sudden you're starting to get into more money there um, instead of just doing the regular coil packs and the do a fuel coil injection packs deal. Coil packs is a drop cheater's playground, though. That's the problem with them. Yeah, it is. But like you said, you want to cheat, you're going to get here's your motor bought. So. 25 Bob said that they can get the they can get the motor out of the junkyard for five hundred bucks, put the conversion pack on it, be done for twenty five hundred. Yep. That that that's as cheap as you're going to do anything. 
love it, love it, hate it, or indifferent about it. That's as cheap as you're going to do anything. So I don't think that's a problem. Um, what I like is is the fact that if you go out and win too much, you're getting your motor bought. Yeah. So he's going to have the track's going to have an engine claim rule. So if Dan goes out there and he's got a Larry Crow special under the hood, because I'm telling you right now, I could with all the parts that I got over the years, we could put together a C mod motor and go out there and wax them all. Okay. Oh, 100%. For, for less than $2,500, I'll oh, tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah. But not a lot of people can do that. Right. You can't do that. These are those, those people are. They, they don't have the used parts that you got. They don't exist anymore. Right. Okay. <clears throat> for the most part. So if you're going to go out there and you're going to wax everybody for, what is he paying, 150 to win? Yep. And you're mopping up everybody, he's going to claim your rule. He's figuring three grand. Um, So he's going to buy your motor. Yep. If you're out there. If you go out there and lap the field first night, Bob Tim's going to buy your motor, and mm-hmm. he will. I 100% he will. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you're going to get your motor taken, get, get three grand. But on the flip side, then he's going to auction off. He's going to auction off your motor yep. um, to other people, which that's a that's a tough deal because let's say you do put a, a home run engine special together yep. <laughs> and wax everybody. Yeah. And you got to So now is he going to claim an illegal motor? Well, sure he will. And then resell it? And that guy's going to come back now. I don't I don't. It's a. I get where he's going. Used tires. You have guys showing up with three old three seventy sevens bolted in. <laughs> they're have you know they have the used tires, but now they got to have their tech guys. The, it, it's a it's a teching nightmare. It's one hundred percent a teching nightmare. Because um, look what the crate models around here are doing. You know what I mean? They're all complaining. I mean, it's been a gong show. It's the reason why they weren't running here now. Game where it's, it's it's people complaining about shocks. So here's the deal. People put new tires on. Here's people the deal. cheating. Here's the deal. They're not going to check tires. If you have brand new tires, they're going to say something. But as long as your tires are dirty, they're going to let you run your tires. Guys are going to be putting Daytona one all over their tires to try to keep which they can keeps do that. which and they should be that that keeps cost do on even more. Um, but the people that are bitching are the other drivers, and they will bitch. They'll bitch all, and it's going to be but it's going to be nonstop. You're going to want people bitching at you nonstop. Here's the deal. You're 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 gonna put a you're gonna put a seventy five hundred dollar race car together, and you're gonna go out there and race, and you're gonna go out there and have fun. If you're gonna try and win everything, and you want to be Mister Competitive, you're in the wrong freaking class. Yeah. When I, and I get and I think that's Bob's ideas. He's gonna tell some people some shit that they don't want to hear. Well, for sure. And that that's what needs to happen. I mean, I'm sorry, but the only thing that can you know what would make this really work well. <laughs> Staley get on board and say, oh, we're not running B-Mods no more. We're running one class of modifieds. Here's the rule. <laughs> you're going, you're either going economy or you're going to go big. Because that, that'd be the only the way. Cost, the cost difference between an A-Mod and a B-Mod and any sanction is less than 10 grand. Yeah, it's, you don't let that be the only way to go. Yep. So, um, I get where they're going. Um, we don't need another class. Um, I No, we need to eliminate a class, but we need, we need that class. Well, you need, you need, I get where he's coming from, but who. You're trying to get people into racing. Yep. Okay. You are, my honest opinion, I don't think the average Joe, okay, let's say Brandon want to get into racing. Mm-hmm. He has nothing. Right. 
Okay. Brandon needs to go buy a turnkey car. Oh, he's got a truck. He's got something to pull it with. You anyway. know what I mean? He needs to go buy a turnkey car, though. He's not going to go over to whoever. Let's say Dave Tennis. Right. Say, Dave, you got a five-year-old mod? Yeah. Or, or let's go, you know. Hey, you got a five-year-old? Yeah, I do. Okay. So now Brandon's got to take that car as a roller, bring it to his shop. Now he's got to go find a junk motor. Brandon don't. Nothing against Brandon here, but Brandon and the average guy is not going to be able to put that motor in that car. You see what I'm saying? Right. You need no, to, there, there's, you there's need to have a turnkey car. So I get, I get what he's trying to do. Um, as a fan, horrible because I don't want to go sit and watch. You know, he he said, "Well, we're putting a three inch spoiler on it so they can the fans can tell the difference between an A mod, a B mod, and a C mod." You know what I mean? Like you want to like take everything out of it. Just say you're a casual fan and you're sitting there going, well, "I thought the mods were just out here." A class needs to go. Well, I thought the mods were just out here. Well, now there's another class of modifieds. Right. Your casual fan, who you need at the races, you need them at the races. The people that don't know crap about racing, you need them at the racetrack. Right. Okay. You ha- that's just because we don't have them, we're not going to have anything. Here's the so. pro- here's the problem that I see with the whole thing. You, 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 that's that's the chat that's the chassis that's the cheapest to build right from a maintenance aspect everything else a modified chassis the cheapest thing to build because there's the most of them around and you you don't have to worry about all these steel fenders and all this bullshit and everything else yeah parts are parts i mean but it's it's readily available You're, you're gonna have this body issue no matter what you do they have it in the southern part of the country with late models there's 17 different kinds of late models and everybody i mean it it's the unfortunate part of it, you're, but you're not getting away from it. The only thing you're cheating on the mods, you're trying to get in your nose, doing stuff with that, and then trying to get uh, your deck in the air. I mean, I, you know, who cares? Yeah. Who Dude, cares? With the shocks and shit these guys are going to have. There's nothing. There's nothing to mod. I, lo- I love the fact that they're spec. They're specking the gear ratio. They're specking. I mean, they're, they're specking everything. And that that's how you keep cost down. So I hope it works. I hope that. I hope there's a bunch of guys that used to race that quit because it was too expensive to get back in the game. I hope there's a bunch well, of young guys that get into the game. He's he's and it's a completely different area down there, right? Because they have that area is it's actually really big because Deer Creek still still ran uh, runs both, right? Um, I mean they get fifty USRA and forty B mods sold B mods per night, right? But if you also go down there, he has a lot of them mod guys down there that have older chassis. Right. That know they're not going to compete in the B mod class. Right. When you got the Chisholms of the world and whoever else coming down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're not competing with them guys. It's dumb. So you, now he's going to take, you know, basically the back half of the field, mm-hmm. give them their own own set of rules. It's it, where he's coming what from. What he's in doing that area, right now. What he's doing right now. Is what Butch Barons did when he started the B mod mm-hmm. class, and and the drivers and the promoters and the sanctioning body ruined yeah. it. Yep, yep. So I think that's good. Yep. yep. But so and he's got the cars down there. He's got the area. Um, you know, nothing like that would ever fly up this way. There's a it lot of I, there's a lot of Iowa guys that'll probably jump onto that. I mean, hey, think about how many little bit low budget IMCA guys are going to like be like, hey, we can go we can go race there. We like race yeah. at the track anyway, and we can yeah. spend way less money. Yeah, and while well, on the you know flip side, be interesting to see if he gets someone else to. All of a sudden, you get he's going to have to get if you get like Deer Creek on board. Yep, since they're so close, mm-hmm. just run them there. 
So it'd be interesting to see. I, I, Here's the thing, though, that he has to absolutely do, that he cannot waver from. Probably the most important part of this whole thing, no matter what, no matter how many guys show up, you cannot raise the purse. Right. Keep it where it's at. You've got to keep it where it's at, and it's got to stay there. And don't this run is, a special. Don't, Do not never, run a $1,000 special. Never. Nope. <clears throat> We're gonna run a special. We're we're gonna run a special. We're gonna get you. A, we're gonna buy a six foot trophy for one night. Yep, but it's still one hundred and fifty. But win. it's still one hundred and fifty bucks to win. That's the only way. Why do you think US UMS sprint cars are are growing? Because guys aren't gonna go out and spend a ton of money when the <laughs> purse is literally four hundred bucks to win. Yeah. You're not gonna have multiple ten thousand dollar wins. There's no special mod shows throughout the year. Bernhagen won't allow special <laughs> events. Not having them because it it just brings money in the game. Yep. Yep. Keep it right where it's at. Yep. See what happens. Um, I don't know. Well, like I said, it a promoter and a uh, a tech man's nightmare. Because um, now, all the, like I said, your shocks, tires, engines. If you keep an, if you keep the money out of if you keep the money out of the purse, though, gear ratios, it'll help. It'll it'll take care of a lot of it. That's that's the thing. That's the big thing. Low purses, man. I'm gonna tell you what. First night out, I'd have the cherry picker out. Someone's coming out. <laughs> yep. Serious. Yep. And be like, guys, I ain't messing around. Yep. You know, someone goes out there and. You want to show up with your freaking meat horse? That meat horse is going to be mine. Done. Yep. I'm taking her right now. Yep. You know, set the stage right there. And the more and the more guys there are that get claimed, the more money there is in the point fund for the top three at the end of the year. So it's just a big, it's just an incentive to build junk. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he, you know, he said he's probably he's thinking about giving. You can buy four new tires to start the year. Yep. You're probably gonna. Well, if if you dope the piss out of them things, okay, and then you run them, you're gonna get a bunch of nights on. The key is the key is don't dope the piss out of them. Six laps. Well, no, don't don't, don't put that black shit on. Don't because no then, no no. Then, go then they'll, the, they'll erase. Go off. with the other. Go with go the strength Go with the strengthener, yeah. tire strengthener. You can make it last longer. They go go that route. Good to go. And then, um, yeah, don't soften them because you'll burn them up. Because um, they're going to be, half them guys are going to be out there spinning. <laughs> hey, you know what, Jeff? I think we need to get a hold of the guy from Daytona 1 and get him to sponsor this podcast because all the all the free PR <laughs> we've been giving them. I think. He's a good dude. Shoot him, in, shoot him an email. I'm going <clears> to. <throat> I'm going to tell him, hey. We're gonna we're you're gonna sponsor this podcast and we're gonna keep putting pressure on these sanctioning bodies everywhere to quit treating you guys like you're some gangsters when all you're trying to do is save everybody money. Yeah, sh- shoot them a shoot them a message today. There, now you got it. All right. So, <clears throat> uh, other than that, um, I'm trying to think, what did we miss? This weekend's basically uh, Red Cedar. That's it. Uh, That's it. It's the, it's the makeup Mater uh, Mater Memorial. Uh, should be a really good purse, really good purse down there for the late models. It looks like the weather's, I mean, the weather's the weather this this time of year. So uh, you're going to get what you get with the weather. And then it's pretty much over. But like I said, all the point shows are done. Um, uh, you're going to watch that. Um, I think the only, the World Outlaw Late Models are running this weekend. Don't know. I don't even know where they're at either. I'm kind of. Did you uh, watch a high limits race last night? No, I didn't either. No, I was so mad after the Twins game. I just, <laughs> I went into zone. Mode. I didn't even. Um, 
I didn't even, I f- forgot all about it. And then someone posted, I saw, I was scrolling through Facebook this morning and I saw, oh, Kyle Larson won his own series. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, I guess he did. I, I mean, well, hey, are you if, surprised? Who cares if he wins his old series? Who cares uh, about any of it? I'm, uh, I'm to the point where I'm probably going to watch Dirt Track World Championship next weekend. Yeah. Because I think I'm going to be in town. And then uh, well, you got to watch the finale. I'm, I think I'm going to be home because I'm going back up to Walker this weekend. Um, I think I'm done. I'm over it. I'm uh, raced out. I, I've never been raced out this time of year. Never. But I am yeah, so but- sick of the freaking political bullshit and all the stupidity with Wasoda and everything else. I'm just <clears throat> absolutely over the whole thing. Well, and then, you know. It's a good point you brought up here. That's all we do is watch racing all summer long. Mm-hmm. Whether we're going to the races or racing or running racetracks or whatever we're doing, it's right. just nonstop. Eventually, it's got to come to an end. Right. You know, now we're getting into world finals is in November. Then you got a few weeks off before the the dome, right? And I'll then, watch the dome because the dome's off. the dome's not even a race. The you're dome is a through, spectacle. It's a demolition derby. You're off through Christmas, but then you're right back down in yeah in January racing in Arizona, and then Speed Weeks, and by that time you're right back in the swing of thing. It's almost turning into like you sports year round. It, it is. It's and it's it's un it's un if it's unsustainable for us to watch it, it's certainly unsustainable for the people who go down the road that much. Yeah, it just don't work. Yeah, it's everything is. Uh, <clears throat> And that's the number one reason why all these events have a hard time drawing drawing crowds. There's no novelty on any ticket anymore. There's no. too much. No. There's too much. There's uh, we got to get back to the day where people don't have a choice but to sit in their own house and hang out with their families five out of seven days. And then uh, all these events are going to do better. But there, there's too much. There's there's too many op- there's too many people fighting over the same piece of pie. So I don't know. Um, Oh, we didn't talk about uh, we didn't talk about the other dumpster fire in Minneapolis. Other, the which other, one? The Vikings. <laughs> that JJ JJ is eating I, popcorn for the next four weeks. I think the dumpster. I think the dumpster is going right down there down the river on fire. Is it? They're going to lose again this week in Chicago. Oh, for sure. There's no way they're going to. They can barely win at Soldier Field they when they got a good team. They in Soldier Field. Dude, they are freaking bad. They are horrible. I think Jim McMahon's the last one to win out there. Probably. <laughs> they are horrible. And here's the other thing. The NFL, Um, you need to cut the phone line off with Vegas in the middle of the game because everybody can see what the hell's going on here, and they're sick of it. These teams that got all these huge amounts of money on them, and they're they're not going to cover or whatever. Or they pull a Pat Mahomes and slide it to two yard line so they don't cover. Vegas's influence in the professional sports, especially the NFL, is so obvious now that you can't even ask mm-hmm. the question if it exists anymore. Yeah, billions. Of it has been on every display Sunday. every single <clears throat> in one or two games. In one or two games. Every Sunday. Yep. So far this year. Yep. If anybody says that ain't the case, they're not watching. Yep. Just go pull up the lines. Go pull up the lines one day. 
and then watch all the games and see where they end up. Yep. They're all really, really close every single game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And it, it just doesn't happen. No. 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 Well, no. how easy how easy would it be if you're a back judge or whatever at the NFL? And you got a... You know how easy it is. You see them doing it every week. You got a few grand sitting on uh, this game to cover. Hey, and, uh, it's eh. no different than politicians and lobbying. <laughs> Minute left in the game. Holding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to pick that flag up. Yeah. That wasn't pass interference. Yeah. We're going to pick that yeah, up. Yeah, you notice how much of that you're seeing this year, too? <laughs> yeah. There is no foul for unsportsmanlike conduct as yeah. the guy gets horse collared and face mask <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> What's the line at right now? Yeah. Live betting during the game. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. It's, it, no. got, it got wor- <clears throat> it got worse when Vegas got a professional sports team, and now it sounds like they're going to have three of them, yep. and that's not yeah not good. Yeah, it's been um, well. It's been the Vikings the last what six years? Make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs. Make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs. It's it's been that kind of uh, it's in that kind of routine. So now that they're now that they're essentially okay, I think everyone, even the one people that if you cut them they bleed purple. Even those people can come to the realization that okay, the Vikings have a zero percent chance of making the playoffs this year. Right, it's not happening. Okay, it's done. Fat lady's sung. Game is over. What's the odds that they're sellers at the trade deadline and do the right thing for once in their life? Not well. I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I, got, I, I got no idea what they're gonna do. You know what I'm. You know where I'm going with this. I know what I'd be doing. Well, you'd be freeing up some cap. Huh? And and what's the best way to free up cap? Oh, yeah. Well, do the best the, way is you trade your quarterback. Do what the 49ers are doing. You trade your quarterback to the Jets because they need him. And then you also, how do you rebuild the team? Get the number one pick. Uh, and how do you really rebuild the team? <laughs> Get multiple first-round picks. And how do you do that? <clears throat> Start trading, guys. Uh, you trade Justin Jefferson in a reverse Herschel Walker deal. Yeah, you, you could in a heartbeat. And that's how you build a dynasty. Or you get lucky like the Eagles. Jeez. Well, well, I shouldn't say lucky. Trade Jefferson. Look at trade Cousins. Eagles just did their job in the draft. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, two Pro Bowl first round picks yep. playing right now on their yep. defense. Yep. And you keep <clears throat> so you you they, they got to they trade Cousins, trade Jefferson, reload the team. And our best defensive player is a undrafted kid. No. No, our best defensive player is Harry the Hitman, and he's ready to retire. Yeah, and exactly. that's that's the problem. That's a big problem. That's the big problem. And his replacement's a, a fraud and an injured. Uh, yeah, it's Looney Tune. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of let's just say financial performance disparity on the defensive side of the ball that's going to come and bite him in the ass. It already is. Right. Right. So yeah, that's uh, but just. Shut, I wonder, so shut up, put your purple on and cheer is, uh, or just shut the TV off and don't, um, what, uh, okay. So it's the last Minnesota event of the year. Correct. You know, you know that the Minnesota brass has got to show up and cause some controversy. It's their last chance to do it until like next April. So what's going to happen? They ain't showing up after what went down over there. 
No chance. Gus probably won't even show up, and he runs the place, or used to, from there. <laughs> Billy's going to show up. Billy's going to have to show up. And Billy make, Yum. <laughs> no, Billy's going to be there, and he's going to have to... F- He's going to have to Billy enforce some up. unwritten rules or find he something you don't up. like. He ain't showing up. He's one last chance. before They're not showing up. All right. Well, let's see what happens, I guess. We'll find out. We'll Thank find our sponsors out. and let's shut up. <laughs> Shopbeanstock.com. Get all your dirt podcast apparel. Um, so shopbeanstock.com. Any color, any whatever you need. Get your hoodie sweatshirts. Get your, I probably got a jacket these days, too. Whatever thing Beaner's got going up there. Elevate elevate-visual.com. Um, just saw Mr. Brandon over here posted and made a new Facebook post with some pictures from his drone. That was pretty was, swank. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a cool deal. So make sure you need any drone work, any video work, any real estate work done with a drone. Get a hold of uh, Brandon at elevate-visual.com. He's got a Facebook page. He's got a website. He's got the whole nine yards. Uh, special thanks to um, Team Redline Graphics, Tamins, and Mr. Ryan Flatten um, for the uh, the stickers and being our, um, what do you want to call it, graphic provider. Is that what they are? Um, so thanks to them for that. And then uh, Dan's, sounds like Dan's going to work on a couple sponsors this week so we can get uh, some sponsors rolling into the Dirt Podcast so we can keep her going, right? <clears throat> I guess because we don't have any sponsors and we can't keep the dirt podcast going. But uh, hopefully we, we got can, uh... sponsors. <laughs> hopefully we can keep her rolling, right? We got sponsors. We're just gonna we're just gonna get some new ones. Uh, we'll just get some new ones to add into the mix for season three. So uh, let's see, we're at twenty seven. We ran thirty last year, so Did we? we're getting right down there. Yeah, it's gonna be both right where we're at. Huh? Yeah, that's where we're gonna that's where we're gonna do it again. I think, and then we'll have a. We'll do about three more, and then we'll run on about a two-month break like we did last year. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll have all kinds of windbag shit to talk about because we ain't been <laughs> on here for two months. And then by the time we're done with our windbag shit, the racing will be starting again. Exactly. Exactly. So there you have it, folks. Like I said, we'll sort of uh, get to Red Cedar. Um, should be going to be a great event. Um, hope it's going to be a little chilly, obviously, but you're from Minnesota. You need to deal with that this time of year. Um, bundle up. Don't let um, don't let the warm weather Houston Astros come up and beat you in your own barn when it's chilly Shut up. out. <laughs> Why couldn't they play at one o'clock today? I got a freaking game tonight down in Wilmer, and then Twins are playing at six o'clock. Perfect. Gee, you got put the stream Christmas. on your phone. Put the stream on your phone. You're get down in air- Wilmer. They're gonna you're gonna win six zip. Get my AirPods going. You're gonna win <laughs> six rip. You ain't gonna have anything to even bitch about. Hey, speaking of, how'd, uh, how'd the opener go last weekend? We won 6-3. Good crowd. Good game. Good. Um, None of their guys would fight, so. 3-1 and one on the season now? Correct. You got 42 game schedule? 47. 47, they extended it. No, it's been 47. Has it? It's the whole time, yeah. We'll play 44 and then 3 at the showcase. <clears throat> so, oh, big! We got Wilmer tonight, and then Mason City's coming. Show co- showcases and standings, all right? Yeah, it counts. It does. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's kind of a skewed. Yeah, especially with our division. It's like our division goes like we went seventeen and one last year. Yeah. Um. So and our this is just the way our division is because our bad teams play everybody else's worst teams, <laughs> really bad teams, and then they mop up on them. Well, it, yeah, it was just a total. It was a blood fest. Yeah. Hey, yeah. 
I, I didn't watch any of it on hockey TV or whatever it was on, but I saw the scores and I was like, my, yeah, what's well, the but, point of even going down? Helped us in the playoffs since we got the one seed at the Fraser Cup. That's what they go by. Whatever division has the best record to showcase, that's how they rank the Fraser Cup. So, um, do you tell those clowns down there that they need to change their uh, playoff format? Because <laughs> that that was just dumb last year. <laughs> Working on it, it was dumb. That's stupid. I should have. I was going to get on the CRC. Yep. The rules committee, but it's like, what more else do I got to get my hands into? Why do you, you know want to I mean? get into that political organization? Yeah. Why oh, not? hey, um, you got any updates of what's going on at the uh, half mile? What about it? <clears throat> well, just anything. No, nothing really. Nothing? We got um, banquets the 25th or 7th. Oh, you're or, doing a banquet now? Yeah, we're doing a banquet. Um, That's at Fat Daddy's again at the Broadway Ballroom. Um, Doing awards, doing a banquet. Um, Got... um. Waiting for the contract. Got a contract signed with the fair board. Um, so that went well. So hopefully um, um, we'll be plugging away again. And then we'll hurdle, have our, hurdle number one's been crossed. Yes. Get our uh, get the banquet done. Get our annual meeting done. Get some new board members on board and keep cracking away and keep plugging away. Oh, that, that's uh, that, there's a there's a there's a shot for somebody. All you people out there listening to this, if you're a business-minded person and can work with a group of people and you like the idea of auto racing continuing in Alexandria because uh, you go to the races on a semi-frequent or frequent basis and you want the town to continue to have such events, um, go to the Speedway annual meeting in December and uh, get on the Speedway board. Yeah, absolutely. We're always looking for some people. You, you need three B, you need... A solid three three business minded people to run that place. Yeah, that's what you got to have, and um, there people are needed, and fresh blood is good. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. And if you're one of those people that just likes to whine, bitch, and complain, don't even bother running for the board because you ain't gonna last. Right. When we'll see, um, <laughs> got that tank place, and then gotta get the Wasota stuff turned in, and. Banquet and see what goes down there. So what's uh, what are you what are you hearing from drivers on rule changes? What do they want to see? I won't, I've only got a few emails. Crickets. Main thing is streeters. We got to get rid of their automatic transmissions, yep. and that's going to happen. I'm telling you that right now. Good should happen last um, year. Now nah, the mod guys are always whining about stuff. Most of that's just piddly stuff. Um, but other than that, nothing. There's there's not really uh, a whole heck of a lot out there. Just minor stuff. So. It, <laughs> Mod guys are whining about stuff. You guys have already already spending sixty thousand dollars on your oh. race cars, and now you want to change rules? So you spend sixty five frame stuff and that freaking bu- then build a late model. And, uh, if if you hate the class that bad, go build yeah. a late model. Just little stuff like that. Just, it's nothing. To I don't know. But yeah, we got to get rid of those automatic trannies, and the it's time. It's just it's time. been past time. Should have happened you know, ten and, years ago. You know, and Mr. Dave says it's time to get yep. rid of automatic transmissions, and that's what he does for a living. Yep. It's time. It's time to get rid of them and get the get the aftermarket, get the birds, the brins, and the falcons in the streets. They should. They're going to save them a ton of money. Oh, a ton of money. It's the only mechanical failure you usually have in them streeters. And you know what else you're going to save? You know what else you're going to save too? You're going to save the transmission builders a lot of ass chewings because the parts that you yeah. put in those things <clears> to make them race ready are not made for that. No. And then they break, and then the tra- the tranny the builder gets his ass chewed. Yep. Well, now the tr- the builder still gets to do his job. He still gets to reduce maintenance work and clutch packs, and if a gear goes out or whatever. 
But they're not going to break all the time. No. no. Those guys, obviously, yeah, they want to do work because that's what they make their living doing, but they don't want to get their ass chewed over stuff yeah. that ain't their fault. Exactly. And when you eliminate the, the bad parts, you, you take care of the weak link, and now it works. Uh, they should have done this. They should have gave that class that transmission when you guys got the transmission. Basically. Yep. There's never yep. been a supply problem. Nope. So. Nope. And yeah. there's used ones floating out there, too. So, you Oh, there is. And the thing is, if you change oil, if you change oil in the transmission, when you change oil in your race engine, clutch packs are going to probably last you and three it, or four years. And if you want to run your power glide or whatever until it goes out and wait go ahead i mean it's, it's yeah, and if, it and if you like your power glide you're going to probably have an option to take the torque converter off it and run a slave cylinder and run it without the torque converter yeah modifieds right. did that for years right it works it works really good up to 500 horse and then you start having trouble right but um no nobody's telling you you got to throw your power glide away right but we just need to need to go with times and open it up yeah absolutely so there you have it folks episode 27 um, of season number two in the books. My co-host Dan, <clears throat> Brandon on production. I'm Jeff, and we will see you on the flip side.